0: Hello everybody and welcome again to another episode of Joy Has Questions. It's your girl Joy and I am here bringing you another week of just fuckery, empowerment, motivation, skirt skirt on 22s. I don't know how much of that I have this week just because we're going to get into that. Um. So this episode is sponsored by Jasmine Weathers' belief in me. And what that is, is the fact that I definitely told her yesterday to cancel this episode. Not because I do not love my podcast, just based on the fact that I am having a mental moment. And I just wanted to, you know, kind of reset and lie in bed all day and watch Pose for the fourth time because when I get into something, I will watch it over and over and over again. I kind of have attachment issues. Ha ha. Um, But yeah, she told me, no, no, you are going to get out of bed and do this episode. I don't care if you have a guest or not. So also, let me just let y'all know, there is no guest today. And it's not that I don't have a plethora of people to choose from. I just literally was so overwhelmed and anxious and then simultaneously depressed that I didn't even have the energy to just draft the... Like, it's already made. I didn't even have the energy to just swap out names and say, hey, would you like to come on my show? To the people that have already said, yes, I would like to come on to my show. So, I would like to apologize to Apollo Mighty, Dwayne Young, my girl Leanne, who's the owner of Boss. In terms of you DJ Cash Era, my girl Jazz Kirk, like... The list goes on and on. So, yes, you will be hearing these amazing people in the future. But just know that for this week, I didn't have it in me. Um, and my You Better Know for this week, I typically do Our Ancestors. But I'm going to do someone in the present sense who I really, um, in the professional sense, look up to. If you all don't know, my spirit animal is Kid Fury. Um I remember watching him when I was like in the throes of just working a bunch of menial jobs that were driving me nuts, a bunch of micromanagers, and I would come home and watch his videos on YouTube and I would feel so empowered and so happy and crack up. And if you have not seen the YouTube video of him explaining when he quit his job from that tax company like when i tell you that is still to this day when i still watch that it is hilarious he's a masterful storyteller super authentic sophista ratchet not college educated Loving that just because I'm like, you can be successful as hell and not have to be college educated. And now, look at how God has blessed him. He went from having his YouTube brands or just, you know, videos that he was doing to them developing what we all know is the super successful podcast, The Read on Loudspeaker Network with his co host and really good girlfriend, Crystal. And now he is about to develop a show of his own with the help of Lena Waithe. It's about an openly gay black man, 20-something-year-old, trying to make his way through New York. Sound familiar? Sounds like him. So for someone who is in our own age range and just killing it, I you always hear me emphasize, like, just be yourself. Even on the days where it's hard, even on the days where you feel like maybe you're surrounded around people that don't understand you or get you just be yourself and I promise it will work out now I'm gonna move right along because I wish I would take that advice myself and I have not been doing that I'm actually gonna bring Jasmine in for one quick moment sorry y'all she's getting situated because I just sprung this on her it is so funny watching her like <laughs> like whatever she has <coughs> to prep to be on air because you can see like the rolling the, the eye yes you can see the anxiety of <laughs> Like, wait, what do you mean I have to be on air? But we're going to talk about this. Hi, love. How are you? All right. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So yesterday we went to WakandaCon. I also went Friday. Um, But yesterday was the first ever WakandaCon. It was an amazing coming together for black nerds, people into cosplay. Definitely inspired by the movie, obviously, the phenomenon of Black Panther. Got to hear from a lot of black creatives, not only in the tech field, but just in the creative arts, um, really focusing on how you can use video games or gaming in general as a form of social justice, the need for diversity, We the same thing over and over and over again. What did you really like about it? And Uh, also, like, just sorry, let me preface it. I was there um, on behalf of Average Black Girl. Which is by Danielle Mitchell. So, thank you for the opportunity to you know, to be out there, um, as well as to really just you know represent for bomb ass Black people.
1: So, let me preface with, I am not the biggest fan of Black Panther. Don't kill me, like I just it didn't do a I know, lot for me. Honest, of you sleeping, I, several, <laughs> several times,
0: several. Big, I took like literally not even halfway through. I looked to my left, knocked out, not even lightly, like gone.
1: <laughs> it's hard for me to sit through any movie, so if it's not interesting to me, you you lost me. <laughs> like, um, I understand the impact to the culture, but the movie itself, it just didn't really do anything for me, so I had no desire to go to Wakandacon. Like I I just like why? Like I, that was my first con experience. <laughs> I've never been to a convention like that. So, I went into it not expecting any to get anything out of it. What I enjoyed was sitting in for the panel So, one of the panels Um, had four men who were involved in the costumes and the character development for the movie. Like pre-production. Yeah. They did discuss the diversity aspect as well as what diversity means to them in what they do every day
0: when i went friday the panel that i really was excited to attend was how to use games as social justice um and you know i already had interviewed my girl momo pixel who that's what her game here now was a around it was a social dialogue in the sense of how black women or women of color were tired of white people touching them and putting their hands in our hair and we're like, oh it's cute like bitch am i a sharp hay? if you don't get the whole ass away from me So I really liked that panel um, in terms of how it definitely can push forward the dialogue that needs to happen in terms of how white people look at race, how black people look at race, how we all as a country look at it and do it in a constructive way, Um, but also have those uncomfortable conversations. And I feel that if it's masked in a game, it makes it more palatable. So I really thought that was an amazing panel. Made really good connections there. Um, And then yesterday, what I really enjoyed was truly just seeing... Honestly, you know what my favorite part was? And this is a lot for me because I don't care for children. But honestly, watching all those kids, like having... The best time, like yeah. just children surrounded by games and STEM, and then on top of it having other Black professionals there to explain the larger context of it. Mm-hmm. Like, not only can you play this, but you can learn what is required to make this, to do this, to accomplish this. So, yeah,
1: I thought I thought WakandaCon was just going to be people walking around in cosplay, talking about their favorite parts of the movie.
0: Although I, we did see that very heated discussion over uh, the worst part about Star Wars. And I was like, this is about to break out into a fight. You know? Yeah, I was,
1: it was passionate.
0: <laughs> I was like, wait, okay. But yeah, running into friends. Actually, a couple more friends were, or a friend of mine was on one of the panels. I'm like, what? This is great. He's coming out with his own comic book. I'm going to get Chris on the show. So I really enjoyed it. I thought it was great. It also showed the extreme need to see more of us in these, these spaces, one thing that stood out to me in terms of the four guys who did the diversity panel, it blew my, no, it didn't blow my mind because I'm like, I already know this still happens. But the part that stood out to me was when one of the guys said, like, this was the first time ever that you pretty much could just get on a movie just like that because there was such a need for black actors. There's never really an open call for, like, we need all black cast. Yeah, they were pulling people off the street. I'm, where was I? Like, damn! <laughs>
1: you basically just had to be black, and you got the the part for they were that was for stunts, it's right? Not doubles that they were looking for for that, but yeah.
0: Overall, I really enjoyed What Kinda Kind. i am not going today just because I need to level set and get my mind right. Um, but yeah, I did have a really good time. Um, I do also want to talk about this. Did you see what Slim Thug said
1: about Sierra and Russell Wilson's relationship? he doesn't feel like it's possible for someone like Sierra to like someone like future and that not work out. And then now she genuinely likes someone like Russell Wilson. So there's, are so far on the spectrum.
0: You know what I find funny? The main thing that I found hilarious about this is nigga, you were future. You had Latoya Luckett, didn't know what to do with her, did not appreciate her, didn't respect her, didn't, want to be you know what you needed to be in the relationship and now she is with her fine-ass husband about to have a baby living the dream minding her business so what I really found funny is you want to compare Sierra I'm like how about you mind your own fucking business and your own whack-ass life and lack of a relationship I am tired of broken-ass black men I'm just I'm really in that space. And it's, it's, how do I explain it? It's not that I feel it is a homogenous thing because I know there are black men out there that truly have their shit together. You know, I have seen it like through and through that have it together that are like, no, I'm here for the culture as well as, you know, in my own life, I am trying to be a positive king, supporting our sisters and queens. But a lot of times, what I am seeing, What I experienced personally is even when it comes to on the professional side or whatever, just go to therapy already. I'm fucking like, I don't have nothing else to say because Slim Thug is also the genius that was out here, crip walking and exuberant when he found out that he wasn't like this little boy's father, but was dislike. Why would you do that to another little boy? Like, this child has been in your life for, like, 10 years, like, had been in his life for a significant amount of time. Wow. Whether or not you liked the situation or maybe you felt you got trapped, the manner in which he went about it, I'm like, what type of fuck nigga are you that you would sit there and, like, damn near at the child and be like, huh? Woo! I ain't got to deal with y'all no more. Like, are you for real? Like, Slim Thug is nobody to be sitting here quoting. I, I don't even know. The only Slim Thug song I ever heard of was when he was on Beyonce's song. Check for on check it. That's on the it.
1: only thing I know about is check on it.
0: And I love Southern rap. He is nobody's legend to me. I don't give a fuck if you if anyone listening does feel disrespected. Oh, you're coming for the South? Fuck that! Like. And let me also be frank. You date enough Futures, you will gladly go to a Russell Wilson. So that was- You
1: also change and grow yourself. Sometimes I want something different. Like, I I don't know where she was at in life when she liked Future. She could like something about Future that is similar in Russell Wilson. Like, who the fuck knows? I don't know these people. I doubt he knows those people.
0: (laughs) Right. Future is not calling him up going, thanks for holding me down, man. Activist. Like, no. (laughs) Like, miss me with all of that. That's why I was just like- If you don't get your mommy issues, hairline receding, my grills went from gold to bronze ass and get the whole fuck out of this dialogue, like, no, 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 no. And even with Future, when he was talking about she ain't wife material and your husband material, who the hell is going to allow themselves to be submissive to you? There are people. (laughs) But see, that's the thing. Like, okay, I think there's power in submission. Like, I truly think, and the reason is because as a woman, when you, like, align yourself with a man and, like, okay, I'm looking at him to be the head of my household, to be my, you know, the leader. Even as heathen or as funny as I, you know, try and, and be sometimes, I still remember just basic Christian principles. Like, Jesus is the head followed by my husband followed by me. So the thing is, if as a single woman,
1: what? I'm sorry, I'm, I was flecti- reflecting on my childhood. <laughs> what do you mean? Um, fuck bitches, get money. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm now learning what the regular, like, normal steps are.
0: <laughs> not you, boy. Like, oh, I'm girl, talking- I did not learn that in West Singlewood.
1: <laughs> like, wait, what? <laughs> Sorry. Shut okay. up, that's not, Oh, that's what you, you were. You said learning. Lord is the head of my household, and I'm over here. Fuck bitches, get money. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you over here also, yeah. The
1: fuck, you pay me.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, two different experiences, but yeah. yeah, I um, with me, if I'm a single woman, I don't have that man that's like that liaison in between, you know. So it's just me being led by Christ. So my thing is this: if you want me. To stop, you know, thinking on my, not thinking on my own, but to really exercise that, that trust in you, that you are going to lead this household not to disaster. There's no way in hell I'm doing that with a slim thug or a future or someone that is like that. Nope. He bragged about fucking damn near 60 women on a tour. But you want to talk to me about what is wife material? Are them dressed too tight? Has, like, the beeswax eaten through, like...
1: I think Slim Thug stands firm in what he said. Future Nevadius has clearly... Like, he has clearly asked for help, at least from the songs that I've heard him sing. I think there's some awareness that you're kind of fucked up, like, you know you a fuckboy.
0: You know where I'm at in it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, there's a twelve step process. Everybody loves screaming about the first step. Everyone loves making the excuse of, you know, I'm just I don't even wanna get you involved right now because I'm hurt. I don't trust. There's there's things that have happened to me in the past and That one time I told my barber I wanted a deep season, this nigga almost gave me a Don King, and I just, I have never been able to let it go and recover. Like, get the, it's not a matter of get the fuck over it, because that is dismissive, but get the fuck over, like, you don't get a pass for just saying, like, what's hurt you. Cause I get it like case in point things have hurt you but you actively did something about it things hurt me I actively do something about it because I don't want to stay in this like wallowing like level so I'm just like no you don't get
1: that anymore at all
0: and you too fuck Future's like
1: how old he
0: got like 8 kids how many kids does Future have
1: uh, I'm not counting I don't know. I, I count baby that mamas. That unicorn
0: girl, the one that's always with him. No,
1: don't know. The
0: Britney chick? That's her name. Little Britney?
1: I didn't know that that was his um, yes. attachment.
0: That's the one that's always getting into it everybody else. We could do a show on that. In His up. collection? <laughs> no, not even just the collection, but in terms of her. I'm like, you're gorgeous, but there's something that like, out of all his baby mamas, she's Puts up with so much of his fuckery. I'm like, sweetheart, take the monthly check. Take the money. Live your life. Because he be broke. Oh, and now he's like Bow Wows. This is so weird. Let's, okay, this is about to be a math game. Future dated Sierra. Bow Wow also dated Sierra. Okay. Okay, so there's the first piece. Sierra, or rather Bow Wow's baby mama, Bow Wow's baby, not your eyes closed, Bow Wow's baby mama, her name is Joy, the dancer. Mm -hmm. She is currently pregnant by future. Right. Sierra has a son by future. Right. So now Bow Wow and Sierra are bonded by the fact that their
1: kids
0: are going to have half siblings. From their exes,
1: you know what I knew about the connection with the that two. That just made my head. I, I don't even
0: know if I said I that didn't, correctly. I
1: didn't even think about the baby part of it. Like I knew he had dated two of Bow Wow's exes, but but I didn't. <laughs> I didn't realize that Natural. there was children with both of these levels. That's crazy. It's like a dream. It's um, a nightmare. Who is it? Dreaming? Dreaming somebody else? Oh,
0: okay. How Tiger dated. Tiger dated Kylie, who is the aunt of...
1: No, I know what I'm thinking about. It is Christina Milian has dated every but ex of multiples. somebody. But there's
0: multiple. You see how, like, there's multiple situations, though. The yeah. same thing with the Kardashians.
1: Wait a minute, wait a minute. Because Kylie
0: is the auntie of her boyfriend's ex.
1: That one I get.
0: That actually don't seem as complicated as the future Sierra one.
1: No, that one seems more complicated than the future and Sierra one. I, okay.
0: <laughs> like, I need pen and paper. Like,
1: life goes on. Right. It's a journey. Um, I know the world is small, but is that small? Like, can we, like, travel outside of these circles? I don't understand it.
0: That ain't even a circle, bitch. That's a line segment. To Those the point where I'm,
1: like... <laughs> How do the new bitches make it? Like, where did the Dreas come from? Because Chris Brown was in circles, and then where, like, this new person came in.
0: What are you talking about? Chris Brown. He dated
1: Dreya. Yes. Really? That's how we knew about her. I thought when
0: her, we, when I she... knew about Dreya because she made left her son to make a hot pocket at four and went out to go strip.
1: Yeah, when uh, her child was baking s'mores. <laughs> That's because when he was making a kid cuisine, like what? Yeah, when he burnt the Lunchable, that is when. (laughs) That's when. (laughs) ain't even microwavable. The child don't know. (laughs)
0: Okay. When he got confused and thought the pizza had to get heated up, (laughs) like what?
1: (laughs) That is when she was like she had dipped out and she was somewhere with Chris Brown.
0: Oh, she was with Chris Brown when that happened? Yeah. I thought she was stripping when that happened.
1: I don't think that was a stripping situation. I think that was the Lil Brown, Lil Brown, the Chris Brown situation. That was around the time she was dating Chris Brown. And she was friends with Karucci, which I just saw a picture of. So he went from Drea to Karucci.
0: Wait a second. I'm sorry. She was friends with Karucci? You see the rabbit hole that we have gone down just based on humans that just can't get their life together. Also, LeBron and KD had to break it up as it is being reported. And LeBron, what took me out is when TMZ was like, LeBron left shortly, frustrated, left shortly after. And frustrated. I just, I just and envisioned him, him like- in that play suit again with the me, with the glasses, just like, I'm leaving. Yeah. Like, just angry. Like, LeBron on a whole nother level. He out here... You know, starting schools for kids. Like, he is done with the nigga shit. Like, he's never really been a part of it. So, he's like, I'm over, Mm y'all. I'm over, y'all. Again, this is me just commenting on this from a petty level. Draymond Green annoys me. Because his shit talking is just, it's so blatant. And it's just like, just shut the fuck up and play the game. Like... Your team is already stacked like the Monstars.
1: All these people are teammates.
0: No, girl. Tristan Thompson played for the Cavs.
1: What does Draymond play for?
0: It's like talking to... His...
1: <laughs> Draymond plays for the Golden State Warriors. Hmm. Yeah!
0: Not you really, be, like, interesting. I feel like
1: I remember him in yellow and maroon, though. Did he move around?
0: Girl, no. That nigga always been with the Well, okay. I just... Now I'm saying it wrong. I feel like he's always been with the Warriors. From when I've known of him, he's always been with the Warriors.
1: My brain can't put him in the uniform. Because his first
0: baby mama was that girl he went to school with from Michigan State. As quiet as... That's the thing that annoys me. Again, what you give to these guys. Sis basically might as well have had two degrees because she did all his work. So I'm just like, then you got the nerve to leave her for this new... It's... Ugh, I can't. Been there. I'm trying to can, but I can't. Yeah. Shut up. I <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Anyhow. <laughs> but now in terms of him punching him out, do you think it was deserved? or do you think it's a matter of like
1: exercise the testosterone is something else? I have no idea. Like I know there was a punch between these two people. I don't know anything about them.
0: But I mean Draymond was talking, mash. This was also around a time when Tristan was going through it. his hair wasn't in the game cuz he was I mean, dealing if, with the pressure of everyone hating him cuz of Chloe.
1: If it's a situation where like Tristan was getting bullied and he just had enough. <laughs> I think they all have too much money to take it to violence. Unless they're, like, it's a baby mom
0: involved. That was the thing for me. It was just, like, Tristan had to, or rather, Draymond had to be bringing up the Chloe shit. Because there's no way. Yeah, that's the only thing. uh, For a grown-ass man to still be on some own sight when Mm -hmm. I see you. Because apparently, Draymond walked up trying to apologize. And Tristan was like, I ain't listening to shit you talking about. Run these hands.
1: You know what's funny about this? Now that you break it down, it sounds like an episode of Basketball Wives.
0: It does. (laughs) it really does it's
1: basketballers like, when balling goes bad <laughs> like my goodness
0: i wish i'd have been there i'd have been literally to like these overpaid slow ass niggas mm-hmm. 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 well i guess that turned into a rant slash so according to ig um i have no one to interview so i'm just gonna discuss why i am depressed I am gonna be honest. I've been in a very anxious space for a minute right now because I am steadily heading towards the first anniversary of my father's passing, and I don't know how to to process it. Um, on the back end, I feel like I'm in the sense like regressing in terms of my emotions, and then I still have to do work. And Joy Has Questions, my site is launching, and I have my podcast. And, you know, I'm trying to be more vocal in the the STEM community. So it's just like, it's so much. Therapy definitely helps, but there are still just moments of, I just can't think to get out of bed. And then it's frustrating because when I think about it, whenever I ever felt bad, I would call my dad. So it's like this constant loop of, I feel horrible, I feel horrible, I want my dad to make it better. But he can't because this is the reason why I feel horrible. I don't even know how to explain it. It's just, it's a sucky place to be. Um, So I just wanted to be honest about that. If I just come off like I'm just kind of blah, there's no other way for me to put that. I, I am in a blah space. Um, I know there's like, oh, different stages and areas of grief. Like, I can only tell you about the one I'm in. And... I just really, 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 really miss my dad. Um, And it's just, it is what it is. So I, in terms of motivational message, typically I have one. I guess if anything, I'll just say uh, sometimes you just need to be honest with where you are in the moment. And if you are having a moment of struggle, just be real about it. So I am having a moment of struggle. I'm being real about it. And that's just where I am right now. Thank you for listening to this week's Joy Has Questions. I know it is all over the fucking place. Like, if anything, hell, the title should be Jazz Made Me Do It. (laughs) Um, Because literally that should be the title. Because I'm like, when I tell y'all I was going to lie in that bed all damn day, I'm probably gonna go home, make this little light ass omelet and go back to laying down. That's the truth.
1: Yeah, my thing is like that's where that's usually when you get well, you get the content that resonates with people the most is when <clears throat> you come in when you don't wanna do it, you're feeling your lowest, you voice that and at least from what I've heard and experienced, that's usually the conversations that touch people. So hopefully it does that. Yay. Thank you guys for listening. I will see you all next
0: week.
1: Adios.